Virtual learning. What are you yeah. learning? I'm not learning shit. Yeah, I'm learning how to do stupid ass math and whatnot. Are you guys doing Common Core math? Yes. That sounds awesome. In the biggest lie possible I could give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't understand why people do that. The Chinese and the Japanese have like a better way of doing it. I don't know. Although Common Core math looks like it's like a knockoff of the way the Chinese and Japanese, like the Asian culture does it now with like the boxes and the squares and shit. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. that or not. We might have talked about it on the show like a year and a half ago. <sighs> like I would remember that yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't remember what we talked about last week. There's a whole bunch of stuff I wrote down that is mysteriously missing. Uh-oh. <laughs> on your tablet or on your phone? Yeah, it doesn't matter because we're... Um, Right, we have a we have a we have a guest coming, right? Yeah, we have a guest coming on. Um, I told her seven thirty. Uh, Raz is a uh, professor um, at the University of Texas, mm. and a uh, an old friend of mine. <clears throat> old friend, he says. An old friend. Yeah, that's true. What I discovered in the last week is that I share a birthday with Kobe Bryant, Rip. Rip, That Kobe. is August 23rd. Uh, I was 33 on August 22nd. On August 23rd, I was still 33. That's correct. This year, 2020 doesn't count. It doesn't count. Hey, but what about me? Because I turned 35 in February before, like, the world fell on top of its head. Oh, uh, you don't want – I was going to ask you – how many sexual partners have you had since then? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it counts or not. February? Oh. Don't actually count them up. I'm not. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, I gotta treat this room. Nah, I'm just gonna buy a fucking headset. Headset would prove would fix all of this shit. Fifty bucks. Oh, I get paid tomorrow. Maybe I'll spend. We probably need to acknowledge all the people in the path of Hurricane Laura. Yeah, I heard like Charles got hit pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. I saw some video. Um, Cameron was really bad. It really it messed up Louisiana. I heard people in Beaumont were fine. You know, they had some wind and some rain, but they were all right. That thing really veered right. I yeah, think Kayla was disappointed. Who? She, okay. she was really about the hurricane for like four or five days, and then nothing really happened. Yeah, I know. They were fucking hyping up. I went and got beer. I was like super excited to like sit up, sit in my garage, and just you know drink a beer and listen to the rain and the wind. And uh, I, I fucking Flash's turtle pond has been low. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening, but he just fled the room. Hopefully, his turtle is safe. Uh, but but anyway, yeah. So I'm sitting I'm sitting out here on my patio at like 2 p.m. and it starts to sprinkle. And here comes Kayla. Dad, is the hurricane starting? Is it starting? Then I showed her a map of the hurricane. I don't know if I made it better or worse. But it is what it is. My entire backyard is flooded. Oh no! It was trying to refill the turtle pond. As I was saying. What? <laughs> yeah, so it was like Flash's turtle pond got low, and I was like, "Oh, fucking hurricane's coming!" Right? Ah, I'll just uh, 
I'll wait for the hurricane to come and then it'll fill up on its own. I don't have to do shit. Hurricane, of course, came and went. We got no rain. So today I was like, all right, I'll put the hose in there. I won't forget about it. That was at like, yeah, right. That was like two o'clock this afternoon, dude. It, so you've just been running the hose in your backyard for five, five hours? hours. <laughs> Do you know how much of California is on fire and you're just wasting uh, water? I will now set a timer every time I go to the pond. Because this happens you to me every time. Now the backyard is his pond, which you owe him because you let his pond get low. That's true. That's true. Oh, that sucks. God damn it. Oh, I figured out who my new neighbor is. Okay. So, like, my old neighbor next door here where Jasmine lives, the, the woman's always trying to get me to fucking hang up her shit or whatever. Uh, yes. Or fix her window or, well, before that, uh, actually, the, the how I got flashed to begin with was these neighbors over here, like, shared a joint with me one time, and then he was moving, and he was like, do you want, do you want a turtle? Of course, I said yes. Every guy wants a turtle. That, that's a trap. He got you <laughs> he was like, hey, you want this turtle, bro? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I want a turtle. I grew up watching Ninja Turtles. But anyway, long story short, they had to move at some point, but they had this crazy friend named Crazy Terry who would show up sometimes kind of drunk. I remember one time me and Max were brewing beer in the garage and uh, ex-girlfriend, she was out of town and Terry just like shows up and we have the garage door open. She's like, Hey guys, what are you doing? And she's like, stood around real awkward. She's like, is, is the, is the girlfriend not here? I was like, no. She's like, Oh, okay. And she's like, like walking into the garage, drinking beer. Finally, after like this weird, awkward silence, she left and Max was just like, dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so she moves she away. Was, Go ahead. So she was coming to be a predator, bro. Yes. Yes, wasn't there. Yes, yes, but uh, yeah. So, and once, once that, once those dots connected, I was like, "Oh, away, away, woman." Yeah, no, stay away. She's a very nice person, I'm sure. Sure, sure. Did you wait? Did you say that's who your new neighbor is, though? So. She's living like with her boss right now, but she said she's going to buy the house down the street from us. Like, I think it's the greenhouse. There's one on the street down the road. It's, I think it's green. I don't even know what color my house is. I don't pay attention to the house. Your house is brown, sir. (laughs) Just like people invite it. (laughs) Minus one. Minus one. But, All right, let's start the shit. Heather, with, uh, Heather's, Heather, Heather's brown inside, so. Often, yes, she is. Often, Christian makes her brown inside. Boodoo, boodoo. And then uh, white. <laughs> and then white. <laughs> I just got it. It's hard to do this fucking digitally over a goddamn streaming service. All right. <sighs> This is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, Hey, hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian, you can follow the show on Twitter at underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian at underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at 10 beers 
with an O, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by Subway, the all-new sandwich shop for you and your homies. La nueva tienda de tortas para ti, tus amigos. That's right, Subway, where the food is always good. Arby's has the meat, but we've got the big sausage. The next time you need to fill up, think Subway. Don't just eat fresh, eat well. La nueva tienda de sandwiches para ti y tus amigos. Eso es Subway. Donde la comida siempre es buena. Arby's tiene las carnes, pero nosotros tenemos la salchicha grande. La próxima vez que tengas hambre, pénese en Subway. No comas fresco, como, come bien. And that's our, uh, that's our sponsor for the week. That was a pretty long spot. I hope you got, I hope you got the money for that. All the money, Christian. Um, my dog's retarded. Your what? My dog. Hey, get out of here. This is a fucking studio. She doesn't know that. Or, or she doesn't care. She doesn't care or know. Mm. So I found a Dallas Stars player has the most Texas name ever. Huh. His name is Tyler Seguin. Okay. Just be in towns and whatnot. Just be in towns. Yes. A Canadian professional hockey player. Hmm. And uh, I guess uh, side captain. Dude, I was talking to our, our buddy, our ex-producer, Sal Chichone. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's got a little Yorkie dog. I don't know if you remember Ooh. that. He's got, yeah, a little shitty Yorkie. But he's got two Yorkies, a boy and a girl. But the boy, I guess that's like his dog. Uh, Guillermo is the dog's name. Uh, I didn't know this, but old Sal... That dog that he is, he tries to hook old Guillermo up every once in a while, get Guillermo laid. But is he uh, trying to trying to make some money? I don't know if he's trying to make money, but he took Guillermo over to this uh, this uh, this other like Yorkie girl, you know, her house for like to have like a, a a fucking sexy party weekend. Yeah, but I guess the pressure was too much, dude. Oh, Guillermo, staring at him. <laughs> like he had the whole weekend to like you know get his slap some skins old Guillermo came back with his tail between his legs lost all his confidence and he starts pissing on stuff again like he's a little kid yeah, yeah man dog's gotta go yeah poor Guillermo I don't know what to do about that poor guy. hey that the flat of that brisket came out pretty good when I got home I fucking left it in the oven like, the oven was still hot. I just left it in there. Came back. It was fucking perfect. Not perfect, but it was like, you know, 7 out of 10, I'd say. I'm glad you said that, because I have to trim one tonight. And it's going to take a while, because it's an 18 fucking pound brisket. Oh, my God. Yep. That's a lot of fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably going to be like four pounds of fat. <laughs> it's going to be a lot, dude. Oh, shit. <clears throat> oh, let's see. We want to get into the serious shit. Do we want to, I don't know. Do we want to uh, wait for the guests to talk about what's going on in, uh, in Wisconsin? We could. Um, one other thing I've got on my top list, like the pre-show prep, I was uh, fucking bringing, bringing the dog back from a walk, and the neighbor down the street, there's like six, six to seven like tumbleweeds of brown human hair in their front yard. Gross. Like, what the fuck? I get we don't have a cat. Like, about it? Did I what? Did I go ask him about it? Yeah. 
No, Christian, that's how people die. <laughs> that's correct. You made the right choice. Yeah, that's not what we're doing. Mm. All right, let's do um, let's do let's do a couple things to get out of the way real quick. Um, should we do our our gummy, our gummy bear of the week? Yeah. Okay. So oh, I thought I saved. I saved most of this. It looks like some of it didn't save. This is from our Reddit user. Oh no, these are all Amazon. I'm thinking of something else. Ignore me. Um, so yes, if you guys haven't been paying attention, the gummy bears uh, by Hairbo. Uh, they have a sugar-free version, and um, thanks to BuzzFeed, Amazon took the post down, but they uh, they, they had quite the collection of uh, negative reviews on Amazon. So BuzzFeed saved them, and we're going week to week, and we're talking about some of them. So here we go. The cramping started about an hour later, and soon enough, I was as bloated as a balloon on Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. When the rumbling started, I sprinted down the hallway and made it to the bathroom just in time for the four horsemen of the apocalypse to stampede from my backside, laying waste to my home septic system and my will to live. After three hours of a pelvis-shaking gummy bear assault, I was spongy and weak. Surprised that I had, my, I had any bones left, I cursed hair bow with little strength I could muster. So that's this week's. At this point... I feel like people are just making up fake reviews. They have to know. Yeah, they have They're to going know. going to pull all of their insides out. They do. But whatever. Hey, did you watch High Score yet? No. Ah, God damn it. You need to watch it. I got to watch that and uh, Lovecraft Country, which I'm hearing good things about. What's Lovecraft Country? I have no idea. You don't know? No. The only thing I know about it is that it's a show on HBO uh, that deals with some civil rights issues. It has Bernie Smollett Bell in there, and I like looking at her. Um, so, who, who? Zoe Bell? Journey Smollett Bell. Jussie Smollett's sister? I should know. But she was way before Jussie was. Like, I've had a crush on Journey since I was a little kid. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, shit, dude. We got we to gotta give props to uh, Lucas Giolito. Uh, oh, from the yeah. White. Holy Ruin shit. With 13 strikeouts, it was only one walk away from having the perfect game. Oh, Luca Giolito. I was thinking of Luca fucking Dallas Maverick. It was yeah, a we got to give him his props, too. Yeah. It was 43 points, triple double. Oh my god, it was stupid. And that 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 fucking bucket at the end was amazing. And it was a good thing that we got to watch because I don't know if we're gonna get to see any more basketball. Actually, I think they're playing tomorrow. Yeah, after two straight days of, of playoff games. I um, talked. I talked to a customer today, and they were at like three or two thirty or three o'clock. They said that they were gonna. Get, last I heard, LeBron and the Clippers were out, but he said. So, yeah, the Lakers and the Clippers voted not to continue the season. I don't know if they'll actually do that um, because the rest of the league has decided to resume. Yeah, majority, man. It's like, okay, y'all don't play. We're going to win the championship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't play. We don't care. 
you guys were like the number one and two seeds anyway, right? Like the West. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Oh no, you're all gonna play. God damn it. <laughs> a bunch of baseball games canceled. Some NFL teams canceled their practices. The NHL did not postpone anything. Uh, some people were mad about that. I don't, some, I don't know how you can. Some people were mad. Um, I was actually watching a hockey game last night, and uh, they actually had uh, they had three guys on there. Um, I can't remember <laughs> the name. It was a black guy. Um, they asked him what he thought, and he was like, "You know, I think they play." And uh, the what what. His main point was like, okay, you're protesting, but what are you? What's your what's your what's your end game? Like, if anything becomes of your protest, great. But if you're just protesting to protest, what's what what? I guess what's going to change is what he was trying to get at. Um, and we don't know yet. But it sounds like what a bunch of people want is the NBA Players Association to put out like a uniform uniform letter saying what they hope to accomplish. Yeah. What do you? I think it's a lot of things. Like if you're protesting systemic racism, and then you try to pinpoint individual fucking things that are a part of systemic racism, your letter will be twenty pages long, and you won't get all of it. Yeah, you won't. You gotta get. You gotta pick like five, and then I guess just broad stroke it. I heard the WNBA started the whole like protest. Yes, and they were. The, the jerseys? Did you see the jerseys? I'm sure you did. I saw the shirts. Yeah, the shirts. That's what I meant. And they had, like, bullet holes in the back and shit. They had seven bullet holes in the back of the oh, shirt. Leave it to the girls to so, get creative about that shit, man. Yeah, that was uh, I, that was pretty um, stark imagery. Yeah. Of course, we were referencing uh, Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times by Kenosha, Wisconsin police. Correct. Um, Correct. But... We're going to get more into that later, I presume. I, I would assume. You're probably not going to remember this, but last week I talked about Darius Geis, um, ex-running back for the Washington football team. Did he get released? Uh, he did get released. Remember, there were also um, a couple of rape allegations that came out from his time at LSU. Uh, in, uh, between, in between then and now, uh, I watched a YouTube video by – uh, Mr. Flimlow Raps, I've talked about him on here before. Um, and so we kind of did a deep dive on Darius Geis' upbringing, and some stuff started to make a little more sense to me. Um, so Darius' dad was shot when he was really, really young. Uh, so, you know, he didn't have a male influence in the house uh, guiding him up the way that he should. Also, uh, he was he was able to go to a pretty good school uh, when he got older, like high school age. But and he, he attributed that, his doing well, to his guidance counselor. Um, his guidance counselor was a young lady uh, who was doing a lot to help him until some people started to take notice. Uh, other people at the school were saying, hey, y'all, because they were hanging out outside of school together. So the, the administration was like, hey, y'all are too close. Uh, if you're going to continue to see him outside of school hours, uh, you're not going to be able to work here. So, you know, most of the time you would think, okay, well, they severed that relationship. That is not what happened. She quit so that she could keep spending time with him. Like in a um, good way? Uh, we, there's no way to know, but when you hear about him now having boundary issues with people of the opposite sex, and then you think about the possibility that he could have been preyed on as a teenager by an adult, 
you can see why that might mess up his ability to respect boundaries. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I hope it's not, but it it kind of make it kind of made sense when you thought about it. Oh, and that sucks. Cause you're basically you're trying to you're supposed to be helping them, but you're setting them up to fail later in life. True. How old was he? What grade was this? High school? Yeah, high school. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say if you don't know, like, all, I mean, we, we can assume. I hope not, but I don't know. It's the, it's the her deciding to quit rather than to stop seeing him outside of school that was kind of that's, suspect to me. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, so they interviewed some people from our favorite industry, the adult film industry. Um, as you know, America is killing it with COVID. They're the best. They're the greatest. They're number one. However, one of the industries inside America is doing very well, and that's the adult film industry as far as, like, testing and stuff. And uh, I watched a little interview with Caden Cross, who's an adult film star, very pretty woman. Um, so they do COVID testing before production, and they get – how efficient they are. Before production, within a 12-hour window, they get test results back. And within an hour of getting test results back is their call time. And for those of you all who don't know, call time is when you're supposed to be on set and you start shooting your, your, your production. Um, another interview with Mallet Ward says they're better set up since they already have testing in place because they have to get, um, I believe it's every, every 14 days, and adult, adult film stars have to get tested for STDs. So... Yep. That's set up along with COVID now. They like they've implemented that. So she goes on to say they've had uh, their their sets are smaller than most film crews are. Their sets are smaller and crews are smaller. And admits uh, he has no fucking clue when major films going to be able to get back up up and running because there's so many people involved. Um, Crossland, yeah, it's hard to grasp just how many people are involved with those major productions. Oh my God. I feel like it slows the whole thing down to be honest. Cause there's so many, I've been on a couple of not like Hollywood film sets, but like pretty involved film sets. And it's so slow. Oh my God. You guys think it's cool to work in the movie biz. It's so fucking slow, man. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd rather write it and be done. Or have like a small bit part or something. Oh my god, it's so tedious to have all these people involved. I mean, I get it. You know, you pull out some of these great films and stuff, but yeah, uh, Cross went on to say the adult film industry is a lot more careful because they always have like this threat of being shut down, so they have to govern themselves, govern themselves to make sure they don't get shut down. Imagine that, and they're doing great. They're fantastic, stupendous. They're doing good. Because they literally tried. They literally <laughs> tried. Quiet. Fucking tried. Uh, that's right. Well, in stark contrast to the adult film industry, the University of Alabama uh, earlier this week had more positive COVID testing or COVID tests than the entire country of Canada. Who did? The University of Alabama. Wow. So they've tested more than Canada. Of course Alabama's going to play football. What would they do without football, dude? I don't know. Everything would go out of business. Uh, that's right, man. Well, how do you feel, man? feel like we should uh, bring our guest on the show? Yeah, bring her on. All right, we're going to do it. All right, guys, without further ado, 
We're going to bring our guest on the show. Uh, we call her Raz. Uh, she is a professor at University of Texas in Austin. And we're going to bring her on right now. Dun, 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 Very soon. Any minute now. Um, I'm going to do a blind, a bad, a bad date real quick to, what do you call it? Vamp. Vamp. So here's one of those bad dates we've been doing every week. Went on a blind date with a friend of a friend. And the first thing out of her mouth was, well, Sarah wasn't kidding when she said you weren't tall. Spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. I'm fairly short. Five minutes in, she tells me she didn't really see it going anywhere, but proceeded to order a Grey Goose Martini and a $30 appetizer for herself. I got up, said I was going to the bathroom, paid for my one beer, and left. <laughs> Felt great. I, as, soon as, she, as soon as she said I don't see this going anywhere, I would have left. What do I, why am I wasting my time there? Yeah, I don't know either. I'm either leaving or I'm just going to go to the bar by myself and procure on site. Yeah, exactly. Like, what else are you going to do? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I have I have kind of a procedure whenever that happens with like, because uh, all, I mean, on, online dating does consist of some blind date, I guess, because, well, are we sure? Are we not? I don't know. People will show up and look not like they're supposed to sometimes. Yeah, no, but I'm saying once they say I don't see this going anywhere, then I'm pretty well aware they're not going to try to make the joy date to be enjoyable. Like they've already given up in their head. So why right. waste so much time? Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, let's see. Well, without further ado, Miss Raz is here. Let's see if we can bring I her in. New is I'm gonna know. be able to use the lav mic with my headphones. Now this sounds great. Can you hear us? What? I guess that's a no. Can you hear us? <laughs> it's one or the other, man. It's one or the other. What does the audio sound like with just the headphones? That sounds fine. Christian? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Sea Dog approved. Sea Dog approves. I don't need my 18 foot long lav mic. I brought it all the way I guess not. for y'all. Oh, wow. I even 18 feet. It. I like it. Well, I had a wireless extension cord. I had a wireless one, but it fucking broke just recently, and I just needed to buy one immediately for classes today. No, wired is better. Always go wired. It was, yeah. The interference is better, but I, I mean, I have this little fucking tail tether everywhere I go. It's pretty annoying. Are you uh, drinking out of a goddamn like Seven Eleven cup? I am. <laughs> Keeping it close. Oh my god! I'm not even gonna bring my cup. <laughs> <laughs> bring out the polar pop, Christian. Oh no, not no. The cups that I usually drink vodka out of that are my baby's cups. Oh, did Hold she on. drop out? I think she dropped out. No, no, I'm here. <clears throat> there. We need to drop out. No, no it was cause, like there's like an extra bar about that much that I want to get rid of so I can see you guys more, but I guess I okay. can't do it. It says I'm in the show and everyone you, can see and hear me. Do you do you need us to switch up the visuals so that we're not three? Is it just three even ones, or how do you see it? It is for even once. It's just that I guess there's an extra panel that squishes everybody, but it's fine. We're just talking anyway, right? Who gives a shit? Exactly. What are you drinking tonight, Razzy B? Just some good old Heineken. Some Heineken. Heineken. like that. Can drink it Very all nice. night. And I've gotten really, really snooty. Have I told you about that? I will I only know. drink my beer up to about right here, and then I throw the rest out. Ew! What is exactly. wrong with you? Because it's already hot and flat. Just get a better koozie and drink it faster. 
No, Thank I get you. another beer. Ugh, wasteful. I can save all the leftover for you. You can make a good pork soda out of it if you want. What about Hank Hill would be pissed? <laughs> Hank Hill would be Who? so upset. Hank Hill. Uh, he, it's boring. He would actually agree. He thinks the whole thing needs to be dropped. So. He would. He would put. He would put foil in the can and put it back in the fridge. My yes. dad would do that. He would alternate them because he would have the cold mug and then he'd have that in the freezer. Pour a beer only half. Have another cold mug and once it got hot, switch them out. Pour the rest of the beer. Well, then why don't you do that? Cause glass lazy. And also just starts getting kind of flat. I mean, it's already kind of like I, water anyway. I honestly think this is just a flex. She's like, listen, I can I can afford as many Heineken as I want. So fuck <laughs> the last one of this bitch. I don't need it. It's more I'll of like a self punishment. It's the fact that I do so much as I do, and I'm like, I have to tax myself a little bit. And then I always think, well, I haven't had three beers. I've had like two and like a third. No. Alcoholics Autonomous, bitches, right? I mean, I guess, yeah. I sell your shit more than you do. What the fuck? Says the man that drips out of the cup. That drips out of the cup or drinks? Drinks out of the cup. You dripping into it too? Dripping into the cup. Well, right here. No. That's what happened. Did you two have any any in person instruction? Raz, is, is UT having any um, in person to person instruction? Sort of. I mean, there's like an option. One of my three classes has the option for hybrid, but nobody wants to go because what's the point? You're going to, you want to hang out with your buddy, but you can't even sit next to each other. You have to have a mask on. You can't even like be whispering to each other in class. So what's the point? What's hybrid? Like six feet away from each other? Like hybrid just means that it's half online and half in person. But yeah, I don't think anybody's really going to follow through i think there's some classes probably that have to be in person like maybe biology labs or something i'm not sure my buddy eddie who's he's doing um i don't know if you've ever met eddie he was one of the managers at russo's but he's doing he's up here doing like sonogram tech or whatever school mm-hmm. and he has to go just what's well, a fucking lab i guess so i don't know because you need because you need to mess with the equipment right I mean, there's yeah. some stuff you can do remotely but a lot of it has to be done hands-on like all of my classes are like statty things you don't need any equipment aside from your computer so you can do it from home yeah exactly statty well that's good they're not forcing statty. you guys to go back hell no i'm not gonna pay 300 dollars for parking oh my god a semester 300 bucks 300 and like, bucks? and it's like half a mile away it's like a parking garage but yeah it's it sucks they were saying they were gonna prorate like some of the rib i'm like nah that's okay I would want, I would want a ride in the golf cart for three hundred bucks. Right? Yeah. Do they have a shuttle? I guess they do have a shuttle. I was thinking of Pan Am, but. Are you two in work? Do you go to work? Christian, I am unemployed. I don't go anywhere. This is the job, huh? This is the job. He's rearing children right now. That is a job. How many kids? Three. Ooh, that's a job. I used to babysit three girls, and mm-mm. they are—they are three girls, all under the age really? of nine. Yeah, me yes. too. I had—I was always watching a bunch of. In the middle one had autism when I was watching him, so he was interesting. He was interesting. It was interesting. I have some good stories out of it. Oh, good boy. Let's see. What about all that kids are good for telling stories about them. Yeah. They ask, Ooh, a lot of they ask a lot of questions. They ask a lot of questions. 
Yeah, but good questions. I think they're good. They kids have like the natural curiosity that somehow gets like beat out of you through regular schooling, which is sad. I think it's just not wanting to talk to people. <laughs> what? Like not wanting to talk to people. Like it's like, ugh, why bother? I don't want to talk to this person. No? Kids, kids can be fun to talk to. Oh, kids, well, yeah. I'm talking about, talking about Most schools are designed to beat children into being little worker drones. So they lose exactly. some of that creativity. Very much so. They don't see the point in what they're doing. Yeah. They don't see the point. It's so disconnected from them that there's nothing obviously interesting about it. Like just memorize this little math equation, all your times tables. Why? Just because. That's what we always got. Because. Because I said so. I hate that. Stay busy. Yeah. What can they do though, man? I don't know. We've been talking about this the last few weeks. I I made a oh by the way that like uh, Raz that thing you showed me about uh, healthcare. Holy shit! I've told like three or four people about that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little slide you showed me of like the amount the amount of money you pay versus the life expectancy and the and the countries. Remember? Just that one. That was in a video, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you actually watched that far in? <laughs> you told me to watch that part. I didn't think you'd, you'd watch that. But yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. You said, yeah, you uh, said watch it like 213 or 231. And I was like, okay, so I watched it 231. And I watched that part. I was like, oh, I know which one you're talking about now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it is sad. We're that one outlier. It's obvious. Yeah, everybody's, you would expect that healthcare would be correlated positively with the amount of money, or the amount of money you spend on healthcare would be correlated positively with your life expectancy. And it kind of is, except for in America, where we're just kind of like, oh, we pay a lot. We don't live as long as some of the other countries who pay no. less. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of the theme for America. Like, we have more percentage of our population in prison and more police than any other developed country. Uh-huh. But obviously, uh-huh. more police isn't stopping crime. Well, it's, it's also what you're, it's what you're deeming crime. Exactly. It's generating yeah. revenue, which is what, yep. well... Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Hey, Hello, friend. Darkness, my old friend. Oh, I thought you was talking to me. What? <laughs> Darkness is darkness. Uh, well, should we talk about what's going on in Wisconsin? What's going on in Wisconsin? Oh, yes. Oh, God, another one, right? Yeah, he's par- uh, They've come out at least to say that he's paralyzed, right? He's still alive. Yeah, I don't. I cannot believe that he's still alive. Uh, this is going to sound insensitive. I do want to know what service weapon that officer was using, so that I know I, to never buy one. If I it shoot something be- seven times point blank range, it better be and dead. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can break that down for like an hour and talk about. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's not. We definitely right could. There. You're right. There were three of them right there. They didn't have to let it get to that point. He should have never got to the car. Do you guys think that all the police departments should be defunded? I think they should have a reallocation of funds. There you go. I think you should actually use those funds better. I mean, it's so sad that so many police departments to begin with are underfunded and stretched and limited. There's a lot of bad people in there, obviously, that I assume it's those people in high school who are just bullies and wanted to continue being that somehow. But... A lot of them are still good people out there, and they're also underfunded and having a hard time. Yeah. I definitely think there needs to be less of them. 
I don't think that we need as many. Obviously, it doesn't actually help things be more safe because police don't prevent crime. They just punish it sometimes. I mean, ideally, they also can help with some civil things, which we don't, of course, hear about. But did you by any chance see this? Uh, there was a whole thing on Netflix, a whole series about police in Michigan. And this was a few years already after the whole water crisis. And I didn't realize, I thought it was about the water thing. I didn't realize it was a cop show. But I got a little sucked in with the characters and, man, felt really bad. Like, there's they're understaffed to begin with and they're doing training sessions. But you guys have done training, right, for jobs and you're just like, Ugh, yeah. you're not really listening to it unfortunately i don't know how to go about training better but this woman gets like a call and they're yelling at her like why didn't you come sooner she's like i'm sorry sir like the we're spread thin i didn't get wasn't me who allocated to me i couldn't get here in the right amount of time so just to think defund them more like but then what what do you who do you call when there's an abusive spouse or a theft or the something point, the point of reallocating those funds is to institute social programs that prevent crime uh, in I the like first that. place. I like that. Go on about that. Like, we're not just taking money away and hoarding it. We want to make their jobs easier by preventing crime before it even gets to that point. I like that. We want there to be better education, better job opportunities, better places to live, uh, mental health care, especially. Right. Oh, my God. We need to stop criminalizing like mental health. It's like what you said earlier. I, I kept seeing on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it was where people were like, "Well, we need to we need to implement more like more more training classes and stuff like that." Just like you said, you, if you don't reform the whole thing a little bit, you're just gonna be like, "Oh, I have to sit through this fucking you know two hour class about the bullshit." It's gonna do nothing. Because they go into they go into it with resistance, and usually the people who are having to like maybe the higher ups are like, well, we have to do this training. They obviously aren't into either. They don't seem to believe in it either, and it kind of sets that tone that yeah, this is dumb. We just have to get through it, and it's unfortunate. And it I do that sometimes too when I teach. I'm like, I know this sucks. We got to get through it, and it builds a little bit of camaraderie with you, like with the audience basically your peer. But you're also whatever it is you're about to teach, you've just kind of knocked it down even more, and it's already hard. Yeah, yeah. I've been through some from uh, state mandated things like that, and no one cares about it. Stuff. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So anyway, they uh, so they shot up Jacob Blake. This caused giant ripples of chaos throughout the country. You know, there's protests and riots going on in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, what was it last night? Two nights ago, a 17 year old. Uh, by the name of House, got his AR-15 and traveled from Illinois to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to go out to the riots and uh, protect. I don't know what he said his goal was. I um, but he only shot three people and killed two. I, and he was able to leave the protest with his AR and then go back to his home in Illinois. Um, he has been arrested. I just I thought it was kind of odd that he could shoot those people and go home and sleep in his bed and then get arrested the next day with with no issue. And just to be clear, he's not a cop, right? He's not. A, he's seventeen. I know that was the joke, though. Like, hey, sometimes some of those cops can shoot someone and just go to bed that night. They, I also uh, want to say I'm, the situations, though, when some killings happen that maybe are deemed potentially worthy, that there is like danger and stuff like that. Many cops, I'm not going to say most, I have no idea, do have trauma from that too. People don't usually want to be shooting people. 
the fact that this keeps happening, what the hell is now something snapping or who are, what type of person is it and what situation is it that makes a person snap? It's not your first right. instinct to murder another human being. Even when you're being like megalomaniac and watching movies, like when you really think about like, imagine if you hit someone with a car, you know, like that would just destroy your life. Like if not legally, just mentally, you're always going to remember that you killed someone. I think I have a fear of that hitting hitting somebody with I, my car. I always do. I don't like driving oh nowadays just because of that. Like in neighborhoods and shit, I hate yeah. it. Imagine that would just destroy a person's life, an actual human who died, and then you will never be able to really no. let that go. If you're a good human being, I don't think you ever really let that go. No. Yeah, I mean, you might be pushing the envelope a little to assume that all of these cops are good human beings. The ones discharging their firearms into people. I, I will say most are, but I'm going to say that there's enough that aren't that it's a problem that needs to be addressed. Right. I mean, that's absolutely true. I mean, there's way too many. For my stats class, actually, um, I mean, a lot of the examples come from like old textbooks and it's like this diet or that diet. Um, but I was looking for data, uh, data sets online. I found one about police killings 2015. It was only for six months. But it had like the name, the race, ethnicity, how it happened, where it happened, stuff like that. And I was looking at the data, trying to figure out the best way I could like do an example with it, especially now. Like, come on, kids, let's learn about this kind of stuff, get a little deep. And I did a what's called a chi-squared goodness of fit test because we all know like technically more white people are killed by cops. We all agree with this fact, right? By the number, just the raw number. Because yep. there are technically more white people in America, right? So we would expect that the percentage of all the killings should be equal, right, to the race representation in the U.S. If you go and do a test to test this statistically, all of them were actually a little less than they should have been, but black was twice as much than what you would have expected if it was in equal proportions. And it's like, here's the statistical evidence to show this is not happening. Right here. Like, it's not happening like as it would if it was just this situation that happens sometimes that we have to use lethal force kind of thing like no something else is going on here and i'm more interested in think like what is the socioeconomic status of these people and socioeconomic status is just basically like where were you raised how like how much education did your parents have how much income did your parents have how much income do you have i don't think this is a race ethnicity thing it's like a poverty thing and it just so happens that more hispanics more black people happen to be poor and they're put in these very difficult situations in their lives that sometimes they make bad decisions. But that is like forced upon them because of their environment to some extent. Poverty creates crime, man. Absolutely. Have either of you ever looked at any studies showing that other races see black people as larger and or older than they actually are, like especially teenagers? Have you ever looked mm -hmm. at any of those studies? No. And older? Yeah. Well, I don't like have to look at the study, but yeah. They're definitely always perceived as bigger and scarier. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like Christian. I like can't really see you. You're so scary. What? Sorry. <laughs> both, both, of, both of you talked at the same time. What? <laughs> I can barely see you right now. You're scary. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Just walking around with black skin can be perceived as right. something to instill right. fear. Right. It's heartbreaking that I've heard I, before I, that, I'm I'm that besides intensive implicit bias training, which I do not think a majority of our police get. Oh no. And that's something that would need to be ongoing. Well, Absolutely. it takes it takes longer to become a barber than it does a cop. Oh yeah. 
seen that cosmetologies. Oh, I don't know. But I mean, things like implicit bias. I mean, we need to start addressing that in school, like at a young age. Not necessarily just cops. Everybody should, you know, be aware of their own implicit biases. I agree. And everyone. Mm. Um, let me think. Wait, I read this story that was kind of outrageous. Getting off cops. Um, Yay. The headline is Gamer, 23, drove 1,700 miles from California to Texas and shot an 18-year-old dead over an online dispute. So he, he got so bad at whatever video game they were playing, he drove 1,700 miles and killed an 18-year-old. That's a long drive. And then drove back. So we went from California to Texas to California in like 72 hours. Uh, and then SWAT pulled up to his house and he often himself. Wait, wait, how do you get caught? I feel like I feel like killing some rando 1,700 miles away is the best crime you could commit. They're on the internet. They have records of who was hanging out with who, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Would you think they look there? I don't know. That is a, I mean, that's a good question. But, I mean, it's clear that they knew each other. I know. He knew where he was. He knew where he lived. Oh, yeah, that's true. How do you know where to and, go? Unless, unless he's like a, a hacker. You know, he could probably figure that out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with an IP yeah, address. You can do an IP address look up. Yep. yep. That's true. I don't know how it is that he got caught. I don't know if somebody saw him or what, but he did get caught, and now he is dead. But the question that I wanted to know the most was, what fucking game was it? <laughs> what oh, game Lord. was it? Immediately, I want to think it's like Call of Duty, but usually you don't let one person make you mad enough in like a team shooter game to drive and kill them. I don't know. True. Right, but that's just the stimulus. That's just the stimulus. It's not like I could have that. That game is going to do that to everybody. This person already had something about them that this just elicited this response out of them. Oh no! Yeah, I'm not talking about game content. I'm talking about the games that have people that talk the most amount of shit. And I've been I've been called more niggers and and bitches on playing Call of Duty than in any other game ever. <laughs> but that could be because there's a lot more people playing Call of Duty, so it's more competitive, and you got more assholes on there. You also have a bigger sample to get crazies. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, you got you have a bigger sample size. I'm not saying that Call of Duty attracts that type of element. It does though. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty mainstream. Like everybody plays Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It might. It might have been Fall Guys, man. Who knows? Fall Guys is driving people insane. What is it? Fall Guys. Yeah, I've been talking about Fall Guys for weeks. Okay. You're like it's Mario <laughs> Origami. Origami Mario. That's what no. I bet it was that. Is that your game right now? Uh, we started it. It was all right. Okay. Oberdin was my one and only game. Which one? It's called Oberdin. It's like a almost like a murder mystery you have to solve on a ship. And you can see the past. And you just see how everybody died. And you have to figure out who killed them and stuff. It's great. Is it like a point and click game? Uh, not exactly. It's closed. Is it on the Switch or on the PC or what? Or on I think it's on the PC. I think it's on the PC. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That one little stint when we were dating that I played like with it. Uh, Fable, Fable Two, Fable and two. Dante's Inferno, and oh, fuck, I forgot about that game. And then when we would like rage on Strikers with Danny and Alfie, 
That was yeah. Shit. Oh yeah, Strikers and Rock Band. <laughs> rock Band Miller and the High Lifers. For Miller life. and the High Lifers. That that was back when Raz would drink a full fucking beer. <laughs> and nearly crushed two ferrets in the beer box. Oh God! <laughs> wait, wait, wait! We gotta tell Christian about this. Why were you mad at me? I don't remember. I wasn't mad. I was just drunk. <laughs> no, you were mad about something. Maybe because I was drunk. No, we were oh, both just drunk. So anyway, Christian, we had we had these two yeah, ferrets weird. in the apartment, right? And and I was like. Hey Raz, check it out. And I had like we had like a it was like Case of Miller High Life, right? And I was like, look, watch. And the ferrets were in in the box. And I was like waiting for the to, for the box to move on its own. This one just decides to jump on it. <laughs> like not even like I stomped on it, like just being oh, weird and excited. And then he just looks at me and goes, The ferrets were in oh, there. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. God. They were fine. It oh my really god! Cool. They were fine. Miller High Life case boxes are built tough. I don't think At least they were back in the early two or mid two. Thirty pack for fifteen bucks, man. Fifteen dollars thirty pack. When the next hurricane comes, I'll be sure to reinforce my house with those boxes. Miller High Life thirty packs. Yes. I'm glad you didn't kill the fierce. You would have been so traumatized. I would have. Oh god! I would have. I imagine. <laughs> I was just thinking of damaged alarm clocks the other day. We were talking about it while we were playing D and D. Damaged alarm clocks. Damaged alarm clocks. Yeah. I'm grabbing a beer, but I can still hear and talk. Okay. No, there was there was a few damaged alarm clocks in our apartment. Uh huh. I don't remember was, that there, at all. There was there was an alarm clock that went off one time, and and I couldn't get it turned off, so I'm pretty sure I threw it on the ground. But before that happened, you were screaming because I think you were being mitterated on. Being what on? You're screaming because some asshole was mitterating on her. Peeing? Mitterated? Is that a word? Ooh, maybe. So like you peed me in the bed. When I peed the bed. Saddlebags. Saddlebags. Oh, God. <laughs> oh man, I just had a good one, but I forgot it. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it'll come back to me if it's good enough. Oh, I can remember one. When okay. uh, I was having a nice old time watching my movie, nice and stoned, and drinking, just relaxing. Uh -huh. And you barge in nice and drunk while I was watching my Temple Grandin movie and loving every second. God, of I had it on the notes, Temple Grandin. You were being so loud and annoying, and I was like, go to your room! And you did. <laughs> But you were just wailing. And then I started hearing you like bang on the walls. So I go in there. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And you're like, I can't get my boot off. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, like the kind person trying to shut the child up so I can get back to my movie and my, <laughs> my doing, try to get down and try to untie your fucking lace for you. And then I can't remember what you said, but you just said something wrong. And I just went, <laughs> fuck you, keep the goddamn boot on and walked out. And you were like, no! <laughs> and you just wouldn't shut up. And I kept trying to like continue the movie, but you just kept on wailing. So I finally went in there and I was like, God damn it. And I pulled my knife out, sliced your fucking boot off and said, now shut the fuck up and go to sleep. And you were like, no! I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> 
God damn it. It's not it's not the he same. He eventually it, shut up though, and then I got to watch Friends. Christian. Which was great. I, I have to tell you about this fucking movie, dude. Temple fucking Grandin. I haven't written I know what the was that cut up ass boot. <laughs> I remember those boots. Faces on them. Maybe those were the maybe those were the Olive Garden boots. No, I had I had yeah. boots then. I don't know. I don't remember lace-ups. lace-ups that you couldn't get them off. Oh well. Anyway, Christian, there was this Temple Grandin movie in college that Raz found, and she had she had autism, right? Yeah, she has autism. She like invented this cow hugger machine. Well, the cow hugger thing technically existed, but she made her own hugger device based off of a cow shoot that holds them for inoculations and other procedures like branding and stuff. Forgive me. I've only seen the film 18 times. No, I've seen it about (laughs) 60, 70. I know. Which was going to be my question if it was still like, well, I had the worst movie ever, but you really like that movie. But uh, yeah, so she like comes up with this own cow hugger machine to like relieve her anxiety. Kristen's got this face like, oh my God, white people. (laughs) She made a machine to hug herself. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm not, what? I'm not hating. I just—it's just a wild ass phrase. She made a machine to hug herself. Yeah, because she... getting hugged from other people was scary. It was uncomfortable to her. She couldn't control it, but she still needed that sensation of that pressure. You ever tried to wait a blanket? Either of you? They're amazing. Yes. Yeah. I haven't. What did you I, think? I have. Have. <laughs> There's like a certain amount of months to where it's unusable because it's too fucking hot. Yeah, it's true. You can put it like in the fridge for a while if you have enough room and it makes all the little beads really, really cold. Oh, it has beads. I'm not putting a weighted blanket in my fridge. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough room. Those things are pretty big. Christian's fridge is like four foot ten. You can like uh, scale. Oh, it's a baby fridge. It's a baby. It's fridge. a little taller than that. It's like five eleven. Oh okay. Just maybe, round maybe six not. Foot. Just round to six round foot. To six all six the foot. boys do. I, I can go stand next to it right now and measure. You can go check. Well, no, that's more interesting than the squeeze foot. machine. What the fridge or rounding up to six foot? The fridge. Okay. Temple Grandin. We don't Temple want to do that, do we? Fucking Grandin. No. I need to see this machine. It's a okay, cow hunter machine. It's called her squeeze machine, and it like has like pneumatic pumps and everything. They can just squeeze just right. I actually got one one of those cattle shoots at the ranch. Oh yeah. Maybe we were no. probably all out there together, but I remember going out there and like standing like that and got in that thing. It's not uh, small enough, I guess, to like really squeeze a human, but you can kind of get in there and like, okay, I kind of see what you're saying, but kind of like, like squeezing deal. like. I've heard of people too. Like sometimes they'll like kind of like squeeze themselves between like a box frame and like the mattress and just kind of. It's that same thing, or like pushing yourself kind of up against a corner. It kind of gives that sensation of being kind of being pleased, held, being held, yeah, exactly, by something yeah. that's safe because it's inanimate. Right. She also designed more than fifty percent of all the like meat and everything that you all eat. She designed all of the facilities to make them more humane for all the cows and various other oh, that's cool. livestock. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Now, I remember you wrote her an email and she actually responded back. She did. She did. She told me my idea wasn't good. <laughs> but I didn't care. All I cared about was that it said, sincerely, Temple Grandin. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was cool. She told you your idea wasn't good. She still did it. My God, she, did it. 
She had a, uh, it was like, was that your thesis? Yeah, for my clinical psychology degree. It had to do with dogs dogs, and A dog harness that, I don't know if you guys remember that Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. Yeah. That old show. He had an episode where he like literally just tied something to a dog's tail that was like really scared because the, the dog was tugging its tail between its legs. And uh-huh. so he made something that just like pulled its tail out of between its legs to make it's basically like making a person who's like really nervous and shy that like walks all hunched over stand, stand up straight. really straight and go walk out in the world with this confidence. So I made this little harness that made a dog's tail stand up. <laughs> Christian's just like, what the hell is this podcast? <laughs> I was trying to get all what deep about you? racial issues and now they're talking about goddamn dog tails and squeeze machines. <laughs> We, we, Christian, did we reach any resolve on the racial issues? <laughs> did we? we do, what do you did I don't know. I feel like the show's better when we're talking about bullshit that doesn't matter. No, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I didn't bring shit up. I'm just looking at this fucking hug scare that costs $9,200. How much is it? 9200 Whoa. Wow. That's too There's much. Ones, but this one looks... Imagine, imagine paying $9,200 when there's fat dudes out there walking with free hug t-shirts on. They're super cuddly. Super cuddly. I don't know. I, I, I would have the opposite reaction to one of these machines. Like, I can't have my body, like, encased on two sides by something. Yeah. Squeezing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not even claustrophobic. I could be in an enclosed space. But don't squeeze me and be a machine that can malfunction and then keep squeezing. You know, it's funny is that I think autistic people fear that humans are the inconsistent, broken machines that are going to hug incorrectly. Huh. Not all autistic um, people, but we, people who need that. We are. But I'm talking about having a crushed rib cage, not making someone uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> and I mean, in some point, they are, right? They do, they do fucking squeeze too much or shoot too much or... You know, Who people? Yeah, people, not machines. Oh. The machines are coming. They're killing us soon. As soon as we figure out that we we'll all love each other, the machines will wipe us out. Just we won't figure that out until the machines have us like halfway wiped out. Oh man, I had that whole story about the uh, the captain of the Air Force and the AI program that like took him out like fifteen out of fifteen times. I totally forgot to put it in the show. Oh well. Yes. AI yeah, flies better than people do. Yes. Well, it's just like that. Why are people still flying fighter jets? Obviously, they suck. I don't know. It's still early in the AI. We'll see. Uh, you guys been watching the RNC? Me neither. <laughs> no. No, Last I time watch. I did though is like. I guess, uh, when Obama was like running, I did remember distinctly sitting on the bed and watching some of that and just thinking, they're not saying anything. Nobody is saying anything. And why don't they have a fucking mute button, man? Come on. Like, you're done. You stop talking. Just mute their goddamn microphone and then like have some order in this. So easy. We know. We know what goes on the background with these kind of productions. There is a person who could just go boop. Yeah. But raise Ratings, it's all fucking show. That's all it is. Yes, neither party has said anything at all. Donald Trump hasn't said anything in four years. Nope. 
But he said so many words. He says lots of words. But they're the best none words. Of it. The best. They're the greatest words. They're tremendous. These words, let me tell you. These words. These I know the some words, and they're the best. And they know some other words. They're great, too. Oh, God. I just hate him so much. <laughs> me, too. me, too. I remember that election night. I was hanging out with Gay Adrian. We were having a good old time. We were together when Obama got elected, and it was like, woo, you know, such a big moment in our history. And then we were hanging out. We're thinking, first woman. I don't really like Clinton, Hillary, but it's fine. Still first woman and not the devil incarnate. And we're, like, watching the whole debate. We got Chinese food, and we're kind of eating it like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Or not the debate. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It, 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 she's going to come back. Wait, California, California. Just hold on. They're, they don't have their end numbers in yet. And we just see it starting to tip, you know, and we're both like, <laughs> we just eat more and more Chinese food to the point where we are completely sick. And we finally just look at each other and go, I'm going to go. I'm going I'm to go home now, B. And I was like, all right, buddy. So, all right, and, I, and, I, and that day, after that day, I stopped listening to just the re regular radio. Like, I only listen to podcasts. I like, I can't listen to that. Can't hear that constantly, that voice. Oof. Did you say that your friend's name was Gay Adrian? Because we had two Adrians, remember? We had a yeah. we had a big Adrian and a gay Adrian, and they were both very around at one point, so it was really All important to time. differentiate. Yeah, yeah gay he hated Adrian. it. Who? Gay Adrian. Just gay Adrian. He got that Adrian. as a kid. No, Justin hated it. One time he got all jealous because my best friend who was gay who would hang out with me was sitting on the couch with me and Justin got home drunk and was like, I want to sit next to you. <laughs> what a douchebag. Yep. Oh, well. I know what it's Rider. like to have a woman with your best friend. Live, live and learn. Rowdy Rygard. Oh, Rowdy Rygard. He's still around or is it just now Avery? <laughs> now Avery doesn't come out at all. Rowdy Rogers still comes out once in a while. That's pretty. It's a lot more rare. Christian seen him a couple times. I was going to say, you, Christian, you know Rowdy Rigard? Yes. How could I not? <laughs> All external stimulus, like trying to tell him just something so he will listen, it's just gone. It it no longer works. He stops comprehending. You tell him about those glasses I bought you that had the camera and like all no. the viewpoints that night. Like no. every, like I bought him like spy glasses that had the camera right between your eyes, and we all tried. Like there was like ten of us there, and like maybe six of us put the glasses on at different points in the night to kind of see how different everybody was. And there's one person who, like Joy, just like looked up at the ceiling fan all night. Like probably her eyes were looking at us, but the view just stayed consistent, it never moved. And then Adrian was probably moving around a little bit. Mine looked like I was just looking at everybody's crotch, but because everybody was standing. That's so, right, I forgot about the crotch. And so I was, like, I was looking up. I was looking upward, but the glasses show me just looking at crotches. And then, I swear to God, this was really the first time I'd ever really realized what it was like for you, Justin, to actually have ADHD. I really believed it because when you put them on, you were looking around everywhere. And it wasn't even that night. It was another night that you were putting, like, batteries or something in some toy you got for Christmas, but you had the you had the glasses on, and we watched it later. And you're just doing this task, but all of a sudden you just pick your head up and look at the door, and then look at the dog, or look at and nothing is making a noise really to attract you. But you just are looking at other things, and then you come back and you look at something else. And there was no nothing around, and nobody around really to distract you. Huh. And that was really when I realized like that is what ADHD is. Wow, it's that's constant sucks. just shit. <laughs> it does. But let's talk about let's talk about the overmedication of children. I still can't believe that you were prescribed for 40 milligrams of dexedrine. Like 
I could take Heart attack one of those. I could take one of those and be fucking like, wow, right. Give me an essay to write. And you were yeah. prescribed two in the morning and two at noon? Yes. That's absurd. At 20 and 20, I think. That's absurd. Oh yeah. That shitload. And then I'd sell it and snort it. Oh, man. But then you were like 120 pounds at one point, weren't you? Like when you were six foot already? Oh, yeah. When I, when I was like my sophomore year yeah, in, like high in high school. Like my, my sophomore, I'm sure it like something my growth or like my uh, puberty because I didn't fucking have a growth spurt till I was almost 16 or 17. And like it hit. And uh, yeah, I was like a buck 18, buck 25, somewhere in there. That's really skinny. Yeah, really about high drugging kids, though. Dude, I, you know, I've talked with Christian about this a bunch of times. I know my mom like was at her wit's end, especially with my sister, and didn't know what the fuck to do and thought that was all there was. Um, God, man, I feel like I almost want to let the kid decide. To me, there's got to be alternative ways to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, there's, there's alternative therapies and whatnot. But if you think about it, and especially in this country, it's literally cheaper to just give kids amphetamines than to go to therapy every week. That's true. That's big pharma. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I saw, do you guys know who Louis Thoreau is? Great documentarian, the British guy. I think you'd really Louis, like him, Justin. Louis, Louis Thoreau? Louis Theroux, yeah. You think you'd really enjoy him. He a lot of his older stuff is kind of silly, but then he gets into like harder, cool stuff. And he does talk about America's Medicaid kids and he straight up asks a doctor, like so if you were to see, in Vegas. Oh, that was good. But oh, he yeah. says if you see a kid who you realize it's maybe more the parents and like behavioral things, like mm -hmm. he goes, Well, I always recommend first behavioral. I want them to like, you know, instill the rules and do the reinforcement and all this kind of stuff, but most people unfortunately just don't follow through and he, then louis point blank asks him, asks him in that case would you prescribe medication then even though you know that this could be solved really behaviorally you don't need to give medication he was like yes in most cases i do because it does help the child which then kind of helps the parents and helps the family unit which is kind of like but that's just being lazy about it but then again you don't know the parent situation if you have three kids and like one's having issues and having to be so like on I understand. It's and when she's I was a single uh, mom that works fucking two jobs. Yeah, yeah. And I was a yeah, therapist and, think and about I would it. watch. Go ahead. Like uh, a lot of these cases, you know, like the, the kid, uh, the parent can't just stick the kid in therapy. Uh, the the parent needs it too, for yeah, guidance absolutely. on how to deal with the kid. Yeah. So absolutely. you got two parents working three or four jobs with three kids, and three people in the family need therapy every week. Imagine and, trying to afford that shit. And they don't have insurance. And this is, hey, wait, taking it, bringing it back. Like, this is a kind of program thing that could help prevent things like crime and, like, some ways to have these nice programs where instead of, instead Dude. of, I don't know, like, giving some actual therapy to people and some support and resources that could actually help them in the day to day. You know, expensive ADA therapy is, it's like 60 grand a year for a kid. Oh, my God. That's horrible. For an autistic kid, for an autistic kid, I should say. Like, that's like 40 hours a week, which is the like prescribed amount, if you would call it that. And yeah. just breaks your heart. Like the, yeah. I was going to say that I used to babysit those three girls. And as Mara's therapist or as the child's therapist, uh, the middle one who has autism, like I could work with her and the other two could be kind of self-sufficient. But there was a few times I like actually spent a weekend babysitting them and always wanting to try to like do some word stuff and do some learning with the autistic one because I want her to learn how to type and stuff. 
But when you're just trying to fucking survive, these kids need to eat every hour and somebody's screaming, somebody's having a potty break or something. You don't have that mental energy to sit down and be like, no, we do not hit. We are going to stay calm. Like, no, you are at your wit end too. You're just like, fine, here, take the iPad and go. Because I'm <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I mean, there's two of us here dealing with three girls and that still occurs. It's a lot. Shut a lot. up. Here's the iPad. Go away. <laughs> and like, Here's <sighs> I usually would, I would withhold though. I'd be like, say something first. Like this little girl has trouble communicating, like speaking. So she wants this damn iPad to be like, what do you want? I want iPad. I want iPad. Please. Like, okay, like go run with the iPad. But like, I'll make her work. Like you have to end on a good note or else you're going to reinforce that screaming in the grocery store gets me the candy bar. Like, no, no, no. But like, and the parent is also reinforced because they learn if I give the screaming child a candy bar, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed in front of everybody. So you have to break both those. So instead of just giving them the candy bar when they're screaming, you have to be like, no, I need you to stay calm for just 10 seconds, take a deep breath. And if they can do that, then you get candy bar. So you're now reinforcing the good behavior, not the crazy thing. It's right. always about yep. the, the thing that happens right before they can't, they get the candy bar is what's going to, they're going to do that again, and again, to keep getting it. That is called applied behavioral analysis, boys. Good. And positive reinforcement, right? Positive reinforcement. That is what my behavioral analysis is all about. It's about what happens before a behavior, what is the behavior, and what's the consequence that keeps it going. Something yeah. is making that behavior continue, or they're not doing it for a reason if you're trying to get a behavior to start. Right. And we use negative reinforcement in this house. That's what I was going to say. Negative reinforcement never works. Well, you know what's, <laughs> what's really funny is that both of you are wrong about what negative reinforcement means. Negative reinforcement is a good thing. It okay. means that if your child, let's say that your children have chores, right? And let's say that one of them did such a good job today doing whatever. She doesn't have to do her chores. We you don't just negatively reinforced her. So let, let's talk about this. Reinforcement and punishment are the two options, right? But then it can be negative and positive. Negative and positive, we can't help but think of it as like something good or bad. That's not at all what it means. It means adding or subtracting something. So Take you can give. Your- so let's say positive reinforcement, you give someone a lollipop. Negative right. reinforcement, you're exempt from the exam because you did so well on the rest of the week. Now, punishment, there's positive and negative. Positive punishment is corporal punishment, like, you know, hitting I'm them. I'm going to beat the shit out of you versus I'm not going to beat right. the shit out of you. No, 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 no. Negative reinforcement is saying you don't get to play with your Xbox anymore. I'm taking it away. You're taking away something they want and that's punishing them. Or you're giving them something they don't want and that punishes them. It's okay. always about adding or subtracting something to the equation. So if you are negatively reinforcing something, you're still giving something the person finds pleasurable and happy and good. They want that thing. It's yeah. just you're taking something away. It's like not having to pay your ticket because you went to driver's ed- or defensive driving. Like that is a negative reinforcement. You got you don't have to pay that fee and you didn't want to pay. I figured that one out. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> All right. Look at us learning stuff. Yay! <laughs> It's all my goal in life. I want to be the next one. <laughs> Good. Go. I finally found one. And this is related to Temple Grandin. I got into autism because of her. And when I moved up to Austin, couldn't get a job doing anything else. I got a job as a behavioral <laughs> therapist. As a behavioral therapist working with autistic kids. And that was quite, like, it taught me so much. So much gratitude and patience. Like, these kids have it hard. And they're interesting, good kiddos, you know. But they just work on a different wavelength. And I've had some, you know, certain experiences, maybe some psychedelic ones that I would say have helped me understand what it's like to be so overwhelmed and you can't even speak. You ever, you ever tripped that hard, Justin, where you couldn't talk? 
I have tried to write things down that my mind is thinking just of. Like, great uh, ideas. Uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. I really think that's what some of them feel like when they, this little girl that I work with, she'll look at you and be like, ah, like she's looking you dead in the eyes, saying something to you, but she can't make her mouth do it. And it's yeah. very hard for us to imagine that. They're like, why can't she talk? Like she can make utterances. She can kind of speak. It's inc- it's incredibly hard to really, if you think about speech, it involves lips, breathing, your tongue, a jaw movement. So, and like different parts of your brain, so many places for that to break. It's actually incredibly amazing that we do it. And yet yeah. we still say bullshit and waste all these lovely words. Oh yes. The best okay. words. Now we can do it like this on the internet and be really stupid. But, no, that actually helps me. Like now, it's like autocorrect. It helps me actually use more of my vocabulary. Back in the day, when I would text, I couldn't. I knew I couldn't spell things. I'm still a bad speller, but I knew the word and I knew what I wanted to say. But I just can't remember for the life of me how to spell it. But autocorrect kind of helped me do that. Autocorrect has made me a worse speller. I think we were talking about this. I don't. Maybe yeah, we're never not. gonna. But maybe we're never gonna become better spellers. At least we have an option to get around that. Like I feel like most of the basis for. How good of a speller you're going to be throughout your life takes place at elementary school. And if you don't work really, really, really hard at it then, or if you have issues then, it's going to affect you forever. It only, it only compounds. Like, if you miss it, you it compounds and gets worse and worse as you get older. You get further and further behind. So I personally had a dad that would keep me up till 1 a.m. studying spelling bee words um, to make sure that I was a good speller. And I am. I'm a good speller. He's a good speller. <laughs> Little did you know, autocorrect was coming. Right? Hey, oh, the time writing in cursive? Uh, what a waste. Okay, that was ridiculous. They brought it back. They got rid of it. I think they brought it back. Yeah, because a bunch of old white people bitched about it. What a waste. How like, are they going to read the Constitution if they can't read cursive? <laughs> <laughs> I had to untrain myself in like fifth grade because I remember I was studying with my dad one time and he was like, what is this thing? And I was like, I don't know. So then I started trying to write in print again and now write in mostly print. Yeah, mine's like a cursive print hybrid of something. Yeah, like if two letters are meant to go together, they're gonna loop and swoop together naturally, Uh, you know. Loop and swoop, that's right. Whatever's the fastest and most efficient, I think. Exactly, exactly. I don't really care if someone can read it later. Yeah, the only time I write by hand is to scrawl in my journal, so Okay. I don't have a journal. It's like whatever piece of paper is laying around. Dude, come on, Justin. No, there's like there's like eight eight notebooks or journals at any given time laying journal around. Christian? No. <laughs> no. Why not? This is my journal. It sounds like it. Well, it sounds like you have notes for this, and that's like basically what a journal can do. We have yeah. I, so essentially, this is this is my journal. How many episodes have we done of this shit? 93. Are you serious? This is episode 93, dude. Oh, I love that number. Great. Good. We have to figure out what we're doing for episode 100. Is it a prime number? It is, right? It's not. No, it's divisible by three, most definitely. No, it's (laughs) 9, 10, 11. Oh, it is 12. Never mind. I was thinking it was 11. My bad. Dude, you can divide 9 by 3. You can divide 3 by 3. Of course you can. Hey, hey, just give me a minute. All right, all right. I was like, 9 plus 3 is 11. It's not divisible by (laughs) 3. Yes. Are you doing complicated mental math? <laughs> I'm trying not to. No, 9 plus 3 is 12. It is divisible by 3. 
That's how you came to that realization? Yes. The rule always was like four and eight, if you can add up four and eight, or if it, if it equals a number divisible by three, it's divisible by three by adding the two numbers together, yeah. right? If a number adds up to nine, it's divisible by nine always too. Right, because all nines are like, and then they're like reciprocals of the, that one, Yeah, that wonderful thing how you could do the 81, 18, like <laughs> write them backwards. Yeah, that uh-huh. was always so cool. Yeah, that is neat. Nines have, a, nines have a lot of real cool properties too. My mom is a 36 year, like she had me when she was almost 36, so basically 36, that there have been twice now in our lifetime that our birthdays have mirrored. When I was 15, she was 51. When I was 26, she was 62. And I was really stoned in Amsterdam the first time I went and I realized it and I was like, hey, look, it happened again. I remember it happened when I was 15. Is it going to happen again? And I like sat down with my notebook and figured it out alcohol and a bunch of uh, weed and like figured out like it's a nine thing it's because of the way nines work you can also take any number and mirror because like, what because she was 36 yeah and if she was 16 year, or not 16 um she was 18 years older than me or 36 or 45 anybody who's that many years older than you your birthdays at different parts of in time are going to mirror at some point mm-hmm. and it's going to happen and it's going to happen every 11 years it happens every eleven years. That's cool. <clears throat> there you have it, folks. Nine theory. Nine theory. Very good. Nine is nine is my favorite number. Nine's a good number. I always I don't know add number I, to see if they add to nine. I like I like nineteen. Oh, twenty-seven and tw- and twenty-seven and thirty-six are are, are, are nine numbers that I like. I like those a lot. I always bet those on the roulette table. Thirty-six is a beautiful number. Thirty-six is a perfect triangle. Is it 36 degrees, 36 degrees? No, like if you were to write the numbers out, it makes a triangle and all the numbers add in these weird, fun ways. It's a very special kind of number pattern thing. Mm. It's also the first time that you multiply, like if you were to time two squared times three squared, 36. And it's like the first powers, the first two powers. Type in that oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm starting to think Raz might be a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> She's most certainly a nerd. It took this long? I'm embarrassed. I thought it should have well, happened immediately. It's because I'm a nerd, too. It's all good. But you didn't yeah, care much for the squeeze machine. That was kind of falling flat for you. I, just because I'm scared. I don't think it's a bad <laughs> idea. He doesn't want I to get crushed. <laughs> I don't blame him. I could yeah. use one of those. My wife doesn't like giving me hugs anyway. Oh. I just put her picture on a machine. <laughs> uh, look at her while I'm in. I don't need you for this. Kristen's wife makes insensitive comments when he needs a hug or a kiss. <sighs> I'm learning, learning both of your mannerisms. Yeah, she says words I can't say For being studied, Kristen. Oh shit, that's fine. I probably need to be studied. I probably need therapy, but you know, definitely, money. definitely need therapy. Dude, I'm out of booze. What? I'm out of booze because I'm out of money. I'll have money tomorrow. A lot of it. Sad. I'll stock up. But yes, yeah, so I'm out of booze. Sad. You can always come over to my house and drink some booze. Oh, shit. I prepared for a hurricane Monday. Huh? I said I'm Another prepared. one? Well, Laura and Marco was coming, what, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday? Where and is we- Marco? Marco's gone, dude. He left the party like Tuesday. Hello. <laughs> That's how you find Marco. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's a 
giant, giant bug out here on my patio. It's way too big. Please kill it, Mike. No, leave it. No. The cat can kill it. Oh, okay. That's what they do. They just kill everything. Yeah, I know. I remember. Oh, I'm going to get a cat. I'm going to get a cat. You're, for that. you're doing a cat? You, you want one? You should have one you dog want, left, right? I'll mail, I'll mail Big Mike to you. He's little and cute, which is why he's called Big Mike. Kill it. I'm looking. Come no here, more, Mike. No more Big. dogs. I want another dog. It's just too soon. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. Yet. And my last sure. my last dog that's standing is kind of a crazy asshole. So I got him some drugs. What was his name? I'm, his name is Griffin. Griffin. I was like, Falcon? Falcor? Hey, that's kind of close. You're thinking of a mystical beast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around. Mystical beast. <laughs> I know. And also, he remember like he kind of I don't know if you remember seeing him. He looked kind of like Peter Griffin because he was a puppy. He like swelled up really bad, and he had like all this like fat and like skin here. And then he, like it went down, but he had like this bald yeah. chin. He just looked like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Didn't his <laughs> didn't his penis become inverted at some time or? What? <laughs> if, I, if I remember, oh, the listeners are not ready for this. Oh, of course they are. Everybody stop! God damn it! This stop. is what makes the show good, Christian. Everyone stop! <laughs> we have talked about hug machine <laughs> almost being genocided, dog medication, nine theory, and inverted penises. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about the inverted penises, though. We've only mentioned <laughs> You're not going to go show us the penis, are you? What's happening? I'm going to go pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to bring technology with me. You're not going to come all the way in with me. But you'll be nearby enough to take a walk. Just enough to listen. <laughs> there you go. There you uh, go. I'm not editing that out, by the way. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll regret it one day. But, you know, every time, like I've been zooming with all my like peers and friends, and I always just like go to there's Griffin, always go to the bathroom and just go pee, and they're always like, "Oh, come on, I'm like, what? You can't see anything. Who cares?" I mean, Don't the first it. the first episode opens with me and Christian talking about pee. Okay, I brought so, my funnel. What's up? Funnel, bring it. Back. <laughs> Do you use a funnel inside the house? No, like if we were like all out somewhere, like all right, let's just like. Oh, uh, then you have your I funnel. funnel. I don't actually need it. I've actually uh, challenged my boyfriend. I have higher like pressure. I think I could actually like jet stream further technically. That's I what. Be, like, more cabling. That's what the first episode's about. I actually need to pee also. See what is happening? Don't everybody go pee right now? I have to pee. Don't you need a pee, Christian? It's been like an hour. We're all drinking. I only had one tall boy, so no, I don't have to pee. There's nothing to steal yet. I'm done now. Jesus Christ. Praying to the wrong people. So what were you before you were unemployed? Oh, I work with Justin. Doing the same thing Justin does. The steel stuff. Yep. But you didn't get into through nepotism. Did, did Justin get you the job? Oh no, no. Justin suffered from reverse nepotism. Reverse nepotism. Didn't he get the job? Yeah. His uncle like got it for him. Yeah, but he's. I'll just say he's not treated like a favorite. Oh. What? 
Yeah. He earned his seat. Yeah, he, they, you, they bust his balls up there. How long ago did you leave, though? Is it because of COVID, or was it before that? It was, it was in April, and it was for a lot of things but that I'm not going to get into. Okay. But, yeah, I want to say it was April, early, maybe. So I've been out of work since then. And it's been fucking great. My blood pressure is down. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, I feel better. Uh, did you get a two stimulus checks or at least? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got the stimulus check. It was pretty nice, especially with all these kids here. But shit, even that didn't last very long. So I've had to pull some money from other places, and it's taking a very long time, partially because the fucking post office is super slow. Mm. On purpose, which is bullshit. I'm so confused by all that. I have no comment on that. Well, I guess you hadn't heard about this. Um, they've been taking mail sorting machines and deciding they weren't going to. I know about all that because mail-in voting, and then they like backtracked on it. And but yeah, honestly, no, I mean, Democratic district. Basically, what I mean is, I'm waiting on checks to be mailed from one place to another. That's taking a long time. That's all. He's back. He's back. There he is. What are we talking about? I don't remember. Ping. Inverted penises. Inverted penises. Oh, so he wants to hear it, obviously. Christian, you asked a question that answered. He's an inquisitive mind who likes cats. So my big dog, poor dumb Griffin, he uh he outside. Yeah, he came outside. He uh ended up fucking whiskey. A bit, but he was, I think, already neutered or she was already spayed, so it wasn't a big deal. And I was kind of like, oh, well, let him just get it over with. Then they got stuck, as dogs sometimes do, right, when they are actually going to impregnate or get impregnated. But then they stayed stuck for an excessively long period of time. And I started googling. I was like, this is not normal. So I was like, okay, spray them like with the hose. Okay, no, like whiskey's trying to get away, and Griffin's like, ah, 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 like he can't get out, and it hurts. And eventually they somehow rip each other apart from each other. I'm like, okay. And then, and then I see Griffin and he's only like 65 pounds. He's not that big, but it looked the size of something human, but it was not human because it was very red. Like it was the ins, like the little red rocket. Okay. That came out about four inches, five inches and stayed out and it was engorged pretty big, like the size of like a good kielbasa sausage. And it couldn't go back inside because uh, the skin around there had tightened after being out for so long that he couldn't get it, it back inside. That's the title. The skin around it had tightened. God and damn it. I keep on Googling, thinking, okay, so this boy needs help. And the first thing I see is that you need to get some I lubricant <laughs> and put some gloves on and try to manipulate it back in by trying to stretch a little bit of ring skin around it. And so I don the gloves as a good dog mother and try to go in and he is just not having it. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. And, and I'm texting my then boyfriend, Boz, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. And he's like looking up to, he's Googling too on the other end, some other yeah. part of the country. And he's like, babe, it says to put his dick in sugar. What? What? Paul, that's what, what the song's all about. No, no, I already, no, no, I, I've already, 
I've already put on gloves. I have already lubricated my dog's penis. I am not now going to put it in apparently sugar water. I was like, what? And I remember Bob being like, babe, babe, it's his penis. You have to. Like, God damn it. Yeah, I've never had a boy one. dog. Fine, okay. okay. So I get a cup and I put a. If you don't, you got a yellow in. Put the scoops of sugar in there, stir it up, and I'm like, put the cup under there and like did you warm it up a little bit for the old yeah, guy it had to okay. be so it would dissolve and okay. it didn't do shit as expected so oh, poor buddy he's just he's just gonna have to like deal with it tonight because it's like midnight the vets aren't open right now so i finally take him to the vet the next morning and i had a vet here who I don't know if we ever went to the vet together, the one in the valley. He was like a ranch vet, you know? Like, did you, I would just did you walk have, like, some pain pills or anything? I don't know if I had anything. I might have tried to smoke him out a little bit or something. Some I probably whiskey. did, yeah. Okay. He doesn't like a drink we tried the other day. Uh, um, so my old vet could easily just be like, here, you want you need a drug for this? Here, I don't even have to bring the dog in. He understands. Right. And I had a vet here in Austin. Same exact thing. Big old belt buckle, rancher kind of vet who does cattle and stuff. Perfect. Griffin knew exactly what he was. He knew exactly that it was a vet. Freaked out. And I, like, go into the place and the guy's like, oh, what, what's wrong? And I was like, and just kind of, like, points and, like, and he goes, I, I can't help that right now. <laughs> And I just look at him like, what? He's like, I just, I have other things to do today. And I just, I just can't help him right now. And I was like, well, what do I do? He's like, here, here's another vet nearby. I was like, okay, okay, fine. Let's get back in the car, Griff. We get to this place. <laughs> and at this point, I should have brought like a little towel or something to put over because it was vulgar. And we get in there and the ladies are like, okay, Max, how are you doing? What's up? What's wrong with Fluffy here? And so What's wrong with Fluffy? I can hear him barking. Yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, <clears throat> and I kind of gesture down, and they go, "Oh, okay. Um, we're gonna put you in room two, you know." And they immediately shuffle me away. Again, I wait a couple minutes. The vet comes in. He's like, "All right, what seems to be the whoa? Okay. Oh, okay. I see. I see the problem." And then he just calls to one of his like assistants, and he goes, "I'm gonna need somebody to go to like CVS and get like a pound of sugar." More sugar. <laughs> so I was like, "What? Oh, I, no! I did the sugar thing." And he goes, "Well, how much did you put?" I was like, "Like this, like a couple scoops." And he goes, "Oh no! For that, you're gonna need like a pound, maybe even two. Oh my like, god! What? And they just make this incredible sugar water that apparently helps like the blood vessels constrict and maybe go back, something like that, and it makes it go back inside. So I left him behind for them to do their thing. When I came back later, it was like a different lady at the front. She's like, "Oh, so uh, who are you here for?" I was like, "Griffin." They're like, "Oh." <laughs> Griffin, mm -hmm. like he was a he was a little celebrity. So that is uh, the dick outside of the body thing. It's a rare phenomenon, but it apparently happens. And of course, it would happen to Griffin. Your dog's name is not Griffin. Your dog's name is Sugar Dick. Sugar Dick. <laughs> All Sugar Dick. Hey, has he tried to put since then, or has he just sworn off of that? Oh, he still tried humping. He still tried. To oh. You know, if my dick they, fell they out. Forget. Yeah, they forget. we do have short. That drive is pretty strong, buddy. That drive is strong. Speaking of drive, why are men such assholes on the internet, Rez? Incels. <laughs> you know about what? incels? Incels. You know about incels? Incels? Chris Google it. Chris no, it's, it's involuntarily celibate people. They usually 
are idiots, but they think they're nice guys, but they don't get any pussy. It's through no one's fault but their own. Oh, and they weird. degrade women and like it's just like these crazy hate things. Like they are really like anti women because women basically won't have sex with them. But that's from their own doing. They yes. say that, but it's really that they're probably not able to get it. And so they pretend like it's a choice. Huh. Okay. It's a culture and it's a very like ooh culture on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how People, you know, on the internet, you just forget that there is a human on the other side. And by any chance, did I tell you that I was Reddit famous for a day? Just no, I did not. Yep. I made the front page, and most all the comments were good, but there was a few people that said just some like shitty shit. And you're like, what was the point of that comment? And I'll, I would dress like everybody, and I was just like, okay, like, I'm sure you feel good about that. Like, and then I think they eventually deleted it. Something like really rude. And I was like, why? What is behind? Why? That? You have nothing else to do but just spread your crappy opinions. Hey, that's what the internet is. No, it's, Poop it's shoot. amazing. It's like the best invention of the 20th century. Being used for the worst the things. No, but you can still use it for all the great things. Oh my god, like the information is rampant. I know, but now it's so much misinformation is so bad. But that is that is on us. This my class is called statistical literacy for a reason. It's about sniffing out the bullshit. It's being able to read this crazy sensationalist claim and say, well, what was the sample size and how did they actually want to read? Like, no, the kind of the kind of people who take that class are the people who don't need it super bad. That's right. I agree. That's why I put it on YouTube. And I'm hoping some people who are not will just be like, hmm, those same people that don't want to read are not watching YouTube videos either. You do sometimes. Oh, man. I don't, what, I don't what, 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 what? No, no, no. How then, boys, would you pitch boys, it to your audience that it's important to be statistically literate and not necessarily read a bunch of shit? It's more about like if you read a headline, you don't have to go and like fact check it. But when you read it, you need to ask certain questions so you don't hold it as fact. You hold it as a potential kind of truth. But, like, what's the evidence for that if there's not much of it? Well, don't ingrain it in your brain. Just kind of leave it as, like, oh, maybe I heard that once. It's, but it's I don't a know potential, how true it was. It's a potential truth. Is there a, is there a leaning here of some kind? Is there some kind of motive exactly, here? Exactly. Um, what are they trying to convey and why? Do they have right. a vested interest in what they're saying? And like, do they have a reason to want to sell you something or a reason to want you to think a certain way? Like, is it just because that's their opinion or because they're trying to sway you very specifically to do something? Right. Or to buy something. I mean, buying things, right? That's what it's all about. But well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of not vetting stuff like that is willful. I'm not going to research it because it says what I wanted to say. Now, this other yeah, thing that disagrees is fake news because yeah, I disagree. Bias. Yeah, we all fall very victim to it. It's a very, very common thing for us to, especially because of the way media is presented to us now in our own feeds. It's a cultivated thing for you. However, I will say this: my YouTube, I always am getting Trump ads, and I've tried to like make them go away, and they just won't. Just you can ask why is this here, and they'll just say based on your viewing. I'm like. It's the best. <laughs> the other day, by any chance that you guys experienced, the other day I turned on YouTube and like had it on my projector and on my like my Bluetooth kind of speaker thing, and it started just talking. Like there was like audio, but nothing was playing. But you could see that little like microphone thingy on the tab, and I was like, "Where is that coming from?" And it was anti-Biden shit. Like it was quote, it was propaganda. And they sent. I read on Reddit of all places. I bless Reddit. 
but it was apparently like this weird thing. Like they found out that you were using an ad blocker, found a way to kind of snake through it, and they were presenting you this propaganda, and it didn't even make the news. Like, what is this? It's disgusting. They even talk about it. Hmm. Hey, how 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 comfortable were those hanging chairs? I made this. You made <laughs> that? Of course, I did. Like, well, they have like those normal hammocks. Is there a video on YouTube? What? Is there a video on YouTube of you making that chair? I haven't been. I just started a YouTube thing after making all those videos this summer. I haven't done anything on YouTube. Okay. Well, I mean, you saw me like once of you building a fence or or what? what, Something in your backyard. Those are just clips that I've recorded. I've never posted them. But yeah, I had those shitty hammock swings. There's no back support, so I just went to Goodwill, bought a dining chair that was comfortable, cut off the legs, and put some ropes on it. Smart. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about, like, my garage could use one. Do you remember the hammock we broke? I don't remember what, was it at Lucy's house? Or somebody's house? We got, like, eight people in a hammock. And it snapped. And it wasn't those hanging hammocks. It was one with, like, the beam. My ass fell right on the dead center of that fucking beam. (laughs) I don't remember that. I think that was Christine's house. It might have been Christine's house. My ass remembers that beam. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, we're on uh, ass beams. Ass beams. Yes. So this is what it's like to make a podcast, huh? Yeah. Usually, usually we do it here in this space before the Ronaverse, but now I, well, I'm proud of you both for respecting it. Well, I got the Rona. You did. I did. I got the Rona. It was my Fourth of July present. I got really sick for Fourth of July too, but it was I think structural, uh, and I got antibiotics for it. I got tested uh, for Corona and didn't have it. I've I've had something up my nose three fucking times already. I thought it was really worse. I was just like, "Woo, nose tickle." Oh no! I the the last girl that did it, like the first two weren't bad. The last did girl. You do did, the, did you do the one that just goes in your nose? The one that has to be at the back of your throat. Uh, I couldn't tell you. It was back fucking back there. Mm. But I'll tell did you what. Your, did it just make your eye water or did you make did it make you gag? Yeah. You've met me. You know, my, my memory. I, I don't know. It was horrible. You remember the beam, though. <laughs> yeah, the beam. I, oh, yeah. That was like, <laughs> so, yeah, but I couldn't tell you if it was like, was it your was it your tailbone or your sphincter or your, you know, your taint? Like, what, I, I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> if you were your taint, you'd remember it. <laughs> but but the third girl she fucking man she got in there and she just like hung out scrubbed like a around. dirty pipe and I was like you got it you got it I, I think where'd the whole get, where, where'd you get what? the Rona were you at at bars uh, <laughs> I did go to some bars uh, when they reopened the economy uh, I wasn't going to, and then people were like, "Nah, it's fine. Don't worry about it." Except for Christian. Christian didn't didn't say that. But yeah. Oh well. I told everyone to do nothing and go nowhere. I filled up my my gas tank with gas one time since April first. I don't go anywhere. You go anywhere? A little bit. I like the grocery store and stuff. But I don't really hang out with people. Obviously, don't go to school. I don't go to work. I do everything remotely. You've I'm never hung out. You always stay yeah. at home. I'm an introvert. I've always like this is this is my time to shine. I actually like this. I like staying home now. I well, I like this with school. I don't have to spend two hours in traffic. You know, traffic. Ugh, 
Yeah, I like just like I just pulled out of bed today like eight forty five for my nine thirty class as opposed to last year I would have had to been up by like six thirty seven, leave by like yeah. seven fifteen to make sure to get there. Like it's gonna take me like forty five minutes to an hour to get there and just I just wanna kinda like prepare for the day and get ready while I'm there. And then I All have to stay way. there until five is when I was done. From nine thirty to five I had no breaks last semester. And then of course I leave at five and it's just like traffic for another solid sure. hour. Stroke job, man. Fucking sucks. The God bless podcast, though. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially that kind of traffic. <clears throat> oh, hey! Speaking of like, did you you ever watch uh, Drunk History? Did I watch one? Sorry. Did you ever watch Drunk History? Uh, is that a podcast? Drunk History? No, it's a show on Comedy Central. Yeah, it's a yeah. show where it was. Uh, uh, maybe I remember seeing like I've heard podcasts. Nice, I think I've seen one or two episodes. Yeah, and they're pretty hammered. Okay, so there's one I want you to watch, and is it this one? It's about the study that involved dolphin sex and LSD. Oh yeah, what, what was the lady who like lived with it for a while? I don't know if she lived with it, but they had. There was one lady who would like jack off the dolphin because he just kept yes. her, and she was like, yeah. Yeah, but then she like she's like. He just needs she to get flooded off. a place to live together. Like they had an entire like complex. Like they flooded so he could just swim around, kind of in the house, and that, she could like be in there with him. No, that was the movie that won the Academy Award a couple of years it's ago. It's a real thing. <laughs> this is that real. Was, it's documented. Was, it's from I think the Del Toro film. Guillermo del Toro, your Pan's Labyrinth oh, boy. No, I didn't love that movie. That what, like, Pan's Labyrinth or Shape no, of Water? No, I loved it. Oh. Shape of Water. I, was like, I liked it. I thought it was cool. So, so. There was a whole thing on Amazon about not being able to see the fish dick that people were upset about. It like, it go, wait, wait, wait. It goes like that. This one's up? We saw it, I think. Does it exhale on the way to the surface? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I thought, too, the dick? That's what I meant. The dick. No. But yeah, I thought I thought the dolphin episode was cool. She's like, "Oh, he just needs to get off." And he, she eats it into the uh, the tank with the the girl dolphin, and they bang it out. And then he's like, "Okay, I'll fucking bounce the ball all you want now, dude. Like, no problem." That's positive reinforcement. Good. Good. Are we learning yet? There's another Terminator fucking reference. <laughs> oh, good. You seen Twin Peaks? No, I will watch that show though. It's on my list. There's a long. There's a long list. It's really long. Is that? Are you done with it? Yeah. Okay. I just finished it recently, and I was just like, "What the fuck do I do with that, Lynch?" And I was like, "Okay." And then I watched, like, there's, like, a four and a half hour, like, retrospective kind of dude on YouTube doing a whole, like, analysis. I've been watching a little bit of it with uh, my Christian. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. It's an interesting kind of take on it. And, like, uh, remember when we sometimes watch movies and we started to notice very particularly that, like, Korean films are, like, kind of crazy. They don't really have resolution. Or they have, like, multiple endings, kind of. They don't just yes. give you the ending. Like, in America, no. it's very much about packaging it up. And supposedly, Lynch was very much about, no, let's make them wait. And I don't even really ever want to tell them. I want them to like have that kind of feeling now instead of just that instant gratification of oh that was a killer in fifty minutes. Or it's whatever you as a as the as the audience member of your like whatever you you felt like the ending was or it was up it was up for in, interpretation. 
Apparently, there is a correct way semi to interpret it, according to Lynch, a little bit. There is kind of a message, but apparently, it's incredibly esoteric, and it's one of those shows that makes you go, "What the fuck was that?" Good. Okay. Because <laughs> Christian know. likes Christian likes Nolan, and Inception was real like that for the ending. Wait, did we watch? No. When did Inception come out? Never seen oh, that, nine? Actually. You never seen it? That was a cool movie. Memento was like that, too. Memento was like that. Although I'm pretty sure that guy was just murdering people. <laughs> over and over and over, over and over again. Yeah, man. <sighs> we don't want to talk about movies. We shouldn't talk about movies. Okay, well, lead off, ma'am. All right. What do you think about vulnerability? Vulnerability? What does that word even mean for you? For me, it's it's when the girl puts cuddles my ball sack. That's when you're vulnerable? That's Yes, that's the most vulnerable you can be. Vulnerable at that point. I don't like that feeling at all. Can we okay? Let's like restrict this then to uh, what does vulnerability mean when nobody's going to touch anybody else? Um, <laughs> uh, Christian. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I would think of that as letting people in and sharing your emotions with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Vulnerability can be a liability, mm-hmm. especially when you have a penis. Um, I don't know. I think it's discouraged in men, even though, you know, I guess we're starting to change direction on that. But there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of things in society that will dissuade a man from being vulnerable. Absolutely. I feel like I see a lot of great, like, Reddit videos of, uh, like, it's always a black kid with his dad. And the dad is, like, doing something really awesome. You're, like, feeling for it. And the kid starts to cry because he's like emotional and like, and it's a totally happy cry. But something I hear very frequently is, don't cry, don't cry, be happy, it's okay, don't cry, don't cry, we don't cry. And it's like, it's totally okay. Like, he's overwhelmed having, it's a good type of cry. And we very much squelch that in all boys. But I think in particular, I've just noticed it in particular when it's a black son with his dad that always is telling, like, don't do that, son, it's okay, but huh. don't do that. She's like, but it's okay to. It's absolutely okay to, but I understand in certain, that's, that's like, certain settings, it's not okay. You better not fucking cry in front of any women or girls ever. Exactly. Uh, that was just how I was in my house. Did you, like, are you still that way? Have you ever cried in front of your wife? Yes. And, like, but, like, so hopefully I, in a safe space? Yeah. I've cut, I've moved out from under a lot of the subtly destructive things that were taught to me when I was little. Uh, right. Obviously, right. it's it's a work in progress, but we all yeah, there are things that I can do now as an adult that I wouldn't dream of doing as a kid when my dad was around because uh, he would just yell. Like what? Like what? Like being like actually crying in front of my wife or daughters or crying in front of any women in general. Only women? Or was it like, well, yeah, it wasn't I, okay, I, I assume to cry in front of him either, probably, right? Um, I don't know. I haven't done that in a long time outside of a funeral. I'm sure it would be right. fine. He kind of knows not to tell me shit because I don't have a problem not talking to a person for right. six months. Right. Like, I can just put you in timeout easily. <laughs> we start putting our parents in timeout when we get older. Yeah. There's, there's people who need to be put in timeout the most. They really parents do. Parents children who are either overbearing or don't want to relinquish control. Right. I think that you should do something just because they said it. 
uh, or ignore your wishes just because they're your parents, you got to put them in timeout so they respect your boundaries. Absolutely, absolutely. Like boundaries are huge. Sometimes people feel guilty about like, ah, oh, I just can't like deal with this anymore. It's like, if you really don't have to, then don't take that space and be like, no, this is not yeah, healthy you, for like, me. Why am I going to keep subjecting myself with, to this? Yeah, they're dealing with shit that they don't have to. Like, do not set yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. Oh, you can like that. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna write that down. Guess where I read that the first time, Raz? Reddit. Oh, I love it. I guess I gotta get on Reddit. Yeah, dude, totally. It's so much better than all the other social media. What do I do with Reddit? How do I Reddit? You just read posts, bro. Like you. You're gonna go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, you've seen those Reddit videos of somebody's like, "What's Reddit?" He's like, "It's this, bro." And like the next day, like he just blinks, and all of a sudden it's daylight. And he blinks again. It's nighttime. And he blinks again. And he's like, "Damn it! I was just gonna Reddit for like five minutes." Yeah. God. Wait, but okay. Justin, do you cry in front of women, or I guess, or I, I, really? I cried on a date like three weeks ago. <laughs> date? Yeah. Wait, what happened? Well, we were like having margaritas and uh, somewhere in the conversation, we start talking about our, our fucking dads. And well, usually, usually I have no problem about it, but for whatever reason that day, I just, I don't know, maybe I, it was the third margarita or. You felt a little vulnerable. Just the way I felt that day. I was like, fuck, I did not get laid that night. Oh. <laughs> you still might've earned some oh. other points in life aside from just getting laid. You got to double back? No. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I, told, think that- I, I told you already, Christian, that was the I am not a slut date. Okay. Usually when they tell us that, though, it's uh, it's in the bank. No, 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 no. This was, this, this was a pre- No, no, no. This was a girl, a nice girl, lovely girl, who, who like, broken her rule on a first date, who then, like, a couple months removed, wanted to go hang out again. Ah, so she had to tell you that. Okay. Yes. Got it. When that, whenever women tell us that, they're telling, they're talking to themselves. Like they're not talking to us. Oh yes. That, that, well, no, Christian's saying, if a woman says I'm not a slut after they sleep with you, they're not telling us that. They're telling themselves that. Yeah, maybe. So just like, why would you need to say anything like that? You don't. Just, just societal pressure. Yeah. I think I agree with that because, like, even when I was having my like heyday, I was just like, I'm like a bad bitch. What the hell are you talking about? I'm not a fucking slut, I'm a stud. <laughs> exactly. God damn. I make people work to try to, to like get me oh. to bad eye at them. Oh. Make it a work. Make them work. But vulnerability, I think, is at a core too of a lot of the mental health and strife. If you're if your solution to dealing with a problem is to hit or to yell like and that is very much like instilled in children by parents or if you were to go heaven forbid to the correctional system the way that you deal with things like in prison is not at all how you deal with it in society it's us acting very animalistic and very primal and the whole point point apparently about being human is that we can inhibit some of those behaviors and not be like crazy and attack people for something stupid like we know that the the fallout from that is not worth a little bit of satisfaction again in that moment. And there's other ways to express yourself when you're frustrated. Like that person who decided to shoot someone, you know, for the video game thing, like, okay, you had, you were offended. Somebody probably maybe demasculated you a little bit. Somebody made you question something in yourself. Like, let's maybe talk about that. You don't, 
very maybe he was feeling vulnerable and decided like oh somebody took advantage of that and i need to go correct it well i was saying like corrected her but made him feel made him feel vulnerable and he didn't know what to do with that feeling exactly and that's i think the issue like what do we do when our feelings are so overwhelming i think that most people don't reflect on their feeling they just experience like i feel this like i'm so mad or i'm so anxious and so intense and you don't stop and go this is called anxiety this is called anger this is what i'm experiencing it's not who i am or even it's tainting what i'm thinking like i'm thinking in a very different way i've noticed that when i would maybe start to get in a discussion with someone that started to turn into an argument i noticed when it started to turn into an argument when my when we started cussing because like we didn't need to be doing that they're completely emotive words me saying fucking is really just to add emphasis, but it wasn't actually adding anything to the actual message, which was like, that upset me that you did this thing, but you fucking did this, and I was so fucking pissed off, and you're a fucking ass. Like, that doesn't help anything. And that is a method of being vulnerable and staying calm, being able to communicate, and being able to find other ways to deal with those feelings and not go and shoot someone. <laughs> Nobody ever teaches this kind of shit in school to communicate and to stay calm and to take a breath and to be vulnerable and to be okay with feelings and to talk about them. This is not a lesson taught. Like the fact that some people get it, thank God, to hopefully spread it to others, but it's not the default at all. And I think that's where a lot of that, again, that social justice and like hoping to like reduce crime by helping people express themselves and be vulnerable and actually discuss things. Like the best weapon is words. If you are listening, end of spiel, I'm out. Damn. Christian will touch on that, man. He talks about that shit all the time. Man, you know how I am right now. What did you say? I said, you know how high I am right now. It's a lot. It's a lot. Hedy Lamar. I still need some food. I might have to make a run. But, um, what the fuck was I going to say? You need to come over and get some whiskey or what, dude? I, yeah, I'm probably going to have to come get some. I don't I don't have much more to add on the vulnerability uh, than to what you said. I will add this uh, to any women listening to this. Uh, when your man does open up and show some vulnerability, don't fucking take notes of that and use it against them later. Because there are some women who do this. There are some men who do this, and it just reinforces the thinking that you shouldn't show any vulnerability. So let's all get better together. Hey. Yeah, don't take advantage. Absolutely. Heart. Heart power. What is it? Power <laughs> Make the men, what is it called? That's Captain Planet. No, the fucking power is also got, like, what's the big thing that they make? A Megazord. Megazord. You was with an Megazord. Megazord. Megazord, Voltron. I don't know what else there was. Oh, God damn it. We are two hours in, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this has been the longest show ever. Oh, no, it hasn't. I'm sure how long Cop show was longer. It's what? Cop show is longer? Yeah, it was like two and a half hours. Oh, my God. Oh, I figured you had like hours for like an hour long show. And you just cut what's good. Oh, no. No. Like, chill the fuck out. When we put up an hour show, we recorded for an hour and five seconds. That's right. Now, so like, if, if I'll go through and like find some dead air, like bad, like this long, I'll be like, okay, cut that out. But usually, how, my, fucking how many subscribers do you have? Yard. I don't know how many subscribers we have. I don't, I don't know. even know how to like, read the metrics across all the different streaming platforms. 
Right. Yeah, you need another program to do all that to like streamline them all. Yeah, you know, I signed up for iHeartRadio. I don't know if that ever went through or not. Like SoundCloud, their metrics. Okay. Hey, Alcoholics Atomics, we have 60 or 58 plays in the last seven days. So that's pretty good. That's not bad. We need marketing. Yeah, that's the thing, man. You need outlines. We We don't market. You need outlines. What are outlines? Yeah, we need people too. That sounds like you're referring to some form of organization. Christian has some organization going. He does. And I, I thought you had a help. pencil. I always have a pencil. <laughs> you do always have no, a pencil. Justin prepares heavily for this show most of the time. I do. Like, he'll have six pages of notes, and I'll have a few lines and a fucking spreadsheet. But that's just because our brains work different. I just need prompts, and he needs more info. Correct. Because it will... Blah. Gotta bring it, it back. Gotta rain. Yeah. Gotta rain it back in. Oh yeah, this we got to put. This. Oh yeah, that. Oh fuck, I forget about that. Yeah. That. Oh, that's good. Add this. Yeah. Yeah, editing's crazy. What an adventure that is to watch yourself Raz, for hours you and plug hours. Hey. You want to plug the YouTube channel? Sure. Oh yeah. I think you can just find me as Raz or Rebecca A. Zarate. I think if you just look up Raz, it's statistical literacy. You should find me or Miss Raz with a hyphen in there, miss-raz.com. It'll take Miss you somewhere. Miss-raz.com. Now that's C-Dog. Hey, we never did Hey Take a Drink one time during this fucking show. Hey. I did one. You did one? Hey. The drinking game has failed. That's terrible. Oh, well. Let's see if I had any more questions. So are you a are you a professor? No. <laughs> no. no. I'm, a grad student. I'm a grad student. Okay. I'm a grad student teaching a class as an assistant instructor. And I used to be a lecturer at UT. But that's oh, still like that's master's good. level. Getting my PhD soon. You were a lecturer when we were dating, uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I was. Oh, I see what you're saying. I get it. Ah, but I put them. But you, but you did fail the class, so. I completely failed the class. <laughs> Nurse has good school. <laughs> yeah. That's about all I got, except for, uh, I, you, you had something about booze history and Guinness. Um... Probably not the funniest. It's an interesting thing, a fun fact. Yeah, it's a little quirk. You don't have to do that. You can say it, but if you don't like splice it in anywhere fun, it's no point. It was probably yeah. wasn't organic. It wasn't organic, exactly. Christian Christian, next week we're gonna talk about Jerry Lawson, dude. You know who that guy is? No. So just a a, a little preview. So you need to watch that that video game documentary docu series on on Netflix. But Jerry Lawson was uh, a pioneer. He, he basically an African American man uh, who invented the cartridge system for video games. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about him next week. That'll be cool. Wait, there's like a little series on Netflix. What's it called? Oh, Raz, it's awesome, man. Like, what is it? I'll it sucked it. me in. It's it's called High Score. Uh, is it a whole show? I remember there's a documentary called that. It's it's five or six episodes, about forty minutes long a piece. Cool, into it. And it, it, it's 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 very well done. I like it. Definitely check it out. I 
I was over at Kristen's house Sunday to watch. No, we watched some basketball. And we smoked a brisket, and I was like, "Man, I feel like shit." But. I just thought of you just smoking a whole brisket, like as a cigarette. I'm like, "You smoked a brisket? How'd you do that?" <laughs> no, I finally quit smoking. I don't know if I told you. I that. know. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Now I expect you to never quit. Damn it. Um, Gilpin whiskey on here. What? Did we ever talk about Gilpin whiskey? I thought we talked about Gilpin last week. All right, maybe we did. Gilpin whiskey uh, is made from the urine of diabetics. That's correct. Yes. The urine, is there a urine? But diabetics don't, well, some of them don't pee if they're on dialysis. Uh, you pee, and there is very high sugar content in their urine. Okay, so I should say, I should say, <laughs> I actually should say the thing about the brewery thing because. There's a thing called a T distribution that we have to use in statistics, and it's, like, annoying to have to switch to it. But this crazy thing that somebody invented, and he invented it because he was the head brewer at Guinness Breweries, and he had to, like, check the beer, right, to make sure that the sugar content was pretty even. You don't want a batch that has a crap ton of sugar and some that has very little, because what is sugar related to? To alcohol. And what is alcohol content related to? Taxation. So they have to make sure all the barrels are really consistent. So he created this tea distribution. It became known as Student's Tea. And it's called that because Guinness wouldn't let him say his name, wouldn't talk about beer, and wouldn't, uh, his last name, mention beer or mention Guinness. So huh. he had to, re- he just named himself Student. And that's how we got the Student Tea from Guinness Beer, which is like huh. a huge thing in statistics. Tea tests are an amazing, important thing. Thank you, okay. Guinness. And I did a little spiel where I like pretended to be drunk and everything. But... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was good. I didn't watch that. Alcohol and fucking porn are the motives behind a lot of human advancement. Oh, it is. It's true. Like VR and everything. Absolutely. VR. I'm waiting for it to catch up. That's a good one. Dude, it's going to be Wally in like 10 more years. It's going to be Wally. Wally. Eva. Eva. <laughs> all right let's see Cut. should i run through a few things then we'll close the show out or what do you guys want to do all right all right we can always just stop recording and hang out and drink beer all night i don't care oh my god that's all fine right. like i said i still get some booze from you well that's fine okay let's see um i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say this um and you leave all this in. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Yeah. So for Fuckery Island this week, as you guys know, there are some there's some wildfires. It's hot in California right now. There's lots of wildfires. Um, so a firefighter's marked car was burglarized by looters who decided to take advantage of the wildfires devastating California. Um, the unidentified firefighter's wallet was stolen and his bank account drained while he directed firefighting crews in Santa Cruz County. You cocksuckers can go to Fuckery Island. That sucks. Don't fuck with firemen. That sucks, dude. Fuck the police, no. not the fire department. Come on, guys. No, don't fuck anybody unless they want to. Unless it's <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see. All this is What? Oh, terrible. I didn't hear that. Isn't that fucking horrible? Yeah. Let's skip that. All right, let's do the rip. Okay. Arnold Spielberg, father of famous director Steven Spielberg, and a computer pioneer whose work was instrumental in the development of personal computers, 
Spielberg worked for GE and helped design and mainframe computers that would lead to the cooling tool known as, or excuse me, cooling, coding tool known as BASIC, which was instrumental yeah. in the creation of personal computers. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking family to be a part of, man. He also designed the first electronic cash register. The cocksucker lived to be 103 years old. Oh my God. Some Good people get all the goddamn genes, man. Uh, let's see, Riley Gale. I'm already half. I'm, I'm I'm halfway already based on my family history. Riley Gale, who is best known as the lead singer of thrash metal band Power Trip, died on August 24th at the age of 34. I outlived that guy. Death of cause is not known. Uh, Mark Sertich was the world's oldest hockey player, which was verified by Guinness World Records. Mark Sertich was the world's. Did I say that? Yes, I did. He was 96 years old when he played in the Snoopy's Senior World Hockey Tournament in 2017. At the run. 96? He was 96. He died at the age of 99. Good run, sir. So, yeah, that's our show, guys. Um, we want to thank Raz for coming out. Question everything. Uh, schooling us. Yes, do you have question any last every- word? Yeah, question everything. It's okay to be vulnerable. Communicate. Stay calm. The goal is to be peaceful and present. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. Christian, anything? Words of wisdom? Halen's Corner, perhaps. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna get mad if I do Halen's Corner. <laughs> Should be fucking up, right? Or what? Oh my fucking god, dude. Was the her stressing out about the fucking hurricane that did nothing? I don't get a lot of presents for my birthday one day before her birthday. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> me that's going to make sure you don't get any. I don't know. My, my children are very spoiled. Oh, Indeed. That's good. Well, I, I, while I'm happy that I found a way to do that, uh, we got to cut this shit out because it's getting annoying. Okay. They're a little super entitled. Oh, okay. I like the show. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh, he's done. I don't know. So okay. Bye, Christian. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Let's get the all fuck right. out of here. All right, guys. Tune it in. Fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Drink responsibly. Always.